The enemy calls it, informally, the Sea Dragon. An undersea computer installation at the bottom of the Taiwan Strait. A thinking machine so complex and thorough that it had to be built underwater to keep its central processes from overheating. So the objective is to destroy the Sea Dragon, right, Mr. X? Indeed. Our intelligence suggests that with the Red Block Navy on maneuvers currently, the machine is weakly guarded for the next 12 hours. That gives us a unique opportunity to strike at the brain center of the opposition. I'm just surprised my outfit agreed to be involved in all this, that's all. I know that your organization prides itself on political neutrality, Lieutenant. But my government and the world government both agree that the Dragon must be put out of operation. Any suggestion that you've provided assistance will be completely denied, of course. It just all seems so underhand. I don't like it one bit. Welcome to my world. Three days earlier, on a rainy Tuesday afternoon, a senior figure in the Red Block Combined Intelligence Division walked into our London office and calmly told the officer on the front desk that she wanted to defect to the British. Once the commotion died down and it was proven satisfactorily that Colonel Jenna Holtz was indeed who she said she was, a long interview was started to find out what she knew and importantly, what she would be willing to share. <laughs> Good evening. I trust they're treating you right. I've had all the cups of tea a girl could wish for. Welcome to England. How do you rate Mr. Collins's information gathering technique? Is that his name? Boring little man. I think we're going to get on well. Yes, I shot him in the back. Does that pose a problem? What do you mean? You're all the batch. Was he a friend of how about you let me know the big secret you're teasing Collins with? If you're to join the service, you'll need to produce the goods occasionally. I've heard you Western spies are treated very well by your employers. Don't believe everything you hear. Better than my superiors treated me. Is that why you want to defect? What do you people know about the sea dragon? I don't trust her, Collins. Not one bit. You don't trust anyone, X06. You've got to admit this is all very convenient. She just strolls in here and... I think she's genuine. We can't not act on this. Her information about the Sea Dragon has presented us with an open goal. We mustn't make a move until we've verified everything she said. Every detail. There isn't time for What that. do you mean there isn't time? The Chinese Navy is otherwise engaged from tomorrow. The Sea Dragon is a sitting duck. You'd better get out there while we've still got this golden opportunity. No. I won't do it. Mr. Brolly's orders, not mine. So I'm not sure you have a choice in the matter, old boy. Colonel Holtz had revealed that the Sea Dragon had four layers of defence. Layer one. 
More than a hundred sea mines in a ten mile radius of the underwater base. Rusty spiked spheres, drifting at various heights above the seabed. Just the merest glancing blow against one, and it would be good night for Yenna. Fortunate then that the experimental submarine charted for this mission was, in the words of its helmsman, frighteningly manoeuvrable. Better hold on to something, cause here comes another one. The radar doesn't give us much in the way of advanced notice, does it? Those mines must be electronically shielded somehow. Lucky for us we have an ace helmsman, eh, Lieutenant? If you say so, mister. What would happen if, just for example, you didn't swerve in time? Could the hold withstand a blast from one of those things? She's a sturdy ship, but I wouldn't bet your life on it. Hold on to your hat, here comes another one. Well, forget about the ship, Mr. X. I don't think my nerves could withstand much more of this. Not much further now. And when we get there, what happens next? How exactly are you going to get close enough to the sea dragon to blow it up? That's my problem, not yours. Now why don't you be a good lieutenant and concentrate on the driving? After perilously navigating a path through dozens of sea mines, we arrived within 1,000 feet of the undersea supercomputer. I called a dead stop at this point. Layer 2 of the Sea Dragon's protective defence was a powerful 360 degree video scanner and we were about to enter into its range. There was nothing else for it but to swim for the rest of the journey. I zipped into my stealth suit, suitably modified for underwater use, on top of which went the scuba gear and the breathing apparatus, and to the side of that a Velcro bag carried four heavy duty explosives and a radio transmitter. I opened the torpedo tube hatch and pulled myself inside feet first. It would have been uncomfortable enough squeezing oneself into such a claustrophobic tunnel, even without all the gear I was wearing. I then pulled the mask down from my forehead over my face, and I crossed my arms over my chest. The mental image of a dead man inside a coffin did not escape me. Are you sure you want to go through with this? You're in a very envious position, Lieutenant. Quite a few people have harbored a desire to shoot me out of a cannon. I've no doubt you're one of them. If I make it back, I'll swim in the same way. Okay. Here goes. Good luck. Right, I'm back on the bridge. Are you reading me loud and clear? Loud and clear. Opening tube in five... Four, three, two, one. You're making good progress out there. I'm guessing that suit of yours is camouflaged somehow. That's right, the material surface displays an image of the view behind me. It's not entirely effective, but good enough to obscure me from the cameras looking upwards. Watch out for the great white sharks! 
It's not the sharks that bother me, Lieutenant. It's the Udas robots. Udas bots? What the heck are they? Udas stands for Underwater Defense and Security Bot. A rather nasty German invention, I believe. They constitute layer three of the Sea Dragon's defensive network, and I'm told that they are terminally effective at repelling intruders. Well, how are you going to fight them off? With luck, I won't need to. As if it had been supernaturally aware that we'd been talking about it, the first underwater defense and security robot appeared in my vision, its shiny metal carapace glinting slightly through the murky green. Ten thin hydraulic legs kicked it forward through the water towards me, four weapon-strewn metal arms pointing my way. It looked, horribly, like a squid bred with a vacuum cleaner. Four eyes shone red as it decided I was an intruder in its territory, and its murderous little positronic brain made the calculated decision that therefore I had to die. One of these leviathans perhaps I could have taken on in a fair fight, but it was quickly joined by another, then another, tearing through the depths towards me. I just need to set this transmitter to send out a signal on a particular frequency. Here we go. Six, six, two, one, seven, five, send. What's happened? Has it deactivated them? No, they're, they're still coming. Something's wrong. Did you get the frequency right? Of course I did. Then what are you gonna do? You're dead meat out there! Six, six, two, one, seven, five, send. It's not working. They're still heading straight at me. I've been giving duff information. Lieutenant, you'd better turn tail and take the sub out of here. No sense in you getting caught. I think this could be the end. The Cody transmission should have shut the security robots down. At least that's what Colonel Holtz had promised. It didn't. If anything, the radio signal appeared to have attracted them to me. Therein I realized, laid the solution. I pulled out one of the four explosive charges and attached it to the radio transmitter via its magnetic clamp and set the timer for five seconds. The Udis robots were almost at arm's length when I dropped the combined bomb and radio down towards the seabed. Thankfully I'd been correct, and they were more interested in the broadcast than me. They followed it down as I swam upwards and away as fast as my straining limbs could manage. There was an almighty crump, and I was pushed backwards at speed by the force of the blast. When the water cleared, nothing but machine parts bobbed in the undercurrents. The element of surprise, though, was gone. Surely the explosion would have registered on the sensors inside the Sea Dragon. But I was alive and relatively unharmed. Lieutenant, can you read me? Lieutenant, I think that the blast has broken the link from you to me, but I'd hazard a guess that you can still hear me. I'm one explosive down, and they almost certainly know that I'm coming now, but I'm going to press on. Wait outside of scanner range for me as long as you dare. Over and out. I moved onwards through the deep, the lights of the Sea Dragon slowly coming into focus as I approached, and eventually I began to see the outline of the structure. I suddenly understood the nickname. A long, thin control unit was a dragon's head on top of a much longer body, made up of the computer banks and processing units, I assumed. The wings were two aerials reaching upwards either side of the body, one for sending, one for receiving data, to and from the mainland. Can you still hear me? 
My initial plan had been to attach the four bombs to various points on the dragon's exterior and detonate them after giving any staff inside a warning. But now I only have three, I can't be entirely confident of success. I'm going to get inside the control unit and destroy it from within. As I got closer, I saw two white-coated technicians inside. They were nervously checking computer readouts, concerned by the explosion earlier, no doubt. Behind them, two uniformed guards with electronic pulse rifles, the final line of defense for the Sea Dragon. They didn't see me in my stealth suit as I swam past the window and came to a stop on top of the central water intake vent, which I used to swim inside the structure. As I swam through the slim tunnel, I wondered why Colonel Holtz got it so wrong about deactivating the security robots. So much of what she had said had turned out to be correct, so I couldn't simply discount her information entirely. Had the code to deactivate them been adjusted just before I arrived, perhaps? It felt more likely to me that she had not known how to get around them, and so had lied to us about there being a deactivation code, so we weren't discouraged from attempting to destroy the Sea Dragon by not having a solution to that problem. But that then led me to the question, why should she want that to happen? What benefit would that outcome have for her? I was determined to get the answer, but for now I realized I had to put that aside because I'm inside, right inside the belly of the beast. Could the explosion have been an accident, Doctor? I do not think so, Major. Our analysis suggests that at least five robots have been destroyed. We must raise security levels too high until the cause of this destruction is clear. There will be a complete search of this facility top to bottom to ensure we have no intruders. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your intruder speaking. Who is this man? I'm utilizing your own public address system to give you a warning. I planted three bombs at various points in the infrastructure of this facility. The first will detonate in precisely five minutes. I therefore give you fair warning to enter the escape pods and evacuate this base. The alternative is, I think you'll find rather less pleasant for you. What shall we do? Give me the microphone. This is Major Chen of the People's Red Block Army. You will identify yourself. I've come here to slay a dragon, so I guess you can call me St. George. How can we be certain that what you say is the truth? One moment. Let me adjust the timer. There. Satisfied? The next one goes off in four and a half minutes and is placed much more strategically. You would die with us? No, I'm leaving this facility the same way I came in. I suggest you do the same. Immediately. We will not evacuate this station. We must go now, Major. Sit down. No one moves from their designated position. If you destroy this base with the staff still inside, you will be responsible for ten murders. I gave you a warning. My conscience is clear. Doctor, come closer to the microphone. Tell our intruder about your family in Shanghai. I, I don't... I... I have two children there. A girl and a boy. I... Would you deprive those children of their father? I would like to know the answer. Okay. You win. I'll deactivate the bombs. You'll find me in section 13. Come and get me. You two come with me. All others will remain in position. If you abandon your post, you will be shot.
Thanks for joining me, Major. And I see you brought some friends. You will raise your hands in the air. I'm raising them. Check him for weapons. You have disarmed the bomb, correct? You'd better hope so. What's the time, by the way? I'd like to check my watch, but you're making it a little difficult. Why do you ask for the time? Just interested? I, uh, I really wouldn't stand there if I were you. What is the meaning of that? It's just that at any minute now... Hello again, again, Sea Dragon, Dragon crew. crew. Your commanding, commanding officer, officer has just been relieved of duty, and therefore, and therefore would not be not able to object to you making a sharp, sharp exit. exit. I strongly, I strongly suggest, suggest you take advantage of that before my, my, my final, final bomb goes off in two minutes' time. I'm not bluffing this time, and I won't make you another offer. Be seeing you. I had cut it fine, but those who were going to evacuate the Sea Dragon, myself included, had done so before the final and biggest explosion. I stopped swimming at a safe distance and turned in the water to witness it. Lieutenant, can you hear me? You might have just felt the earth move. The dragon has been slain. Mission completed. There wasn't time for self-congratulation. A security robot broke through the dark curtains of the sea and made a beeline for me. I pushed my aching body through the water, the robot behind me all the time, snapping at my feet with its metal pinches. If it had got a hold of me, it would have applied a fatal electric shock, and I wasn't about to make that easy for it. For what seemed like hours, I pushed onwards, each breath becoming harder to take as I was gradually worn down in this battle between man and machine. I was on the verge of collapse, or surrender, when... You sure look like you could use some help, Mr. X. Lieutenant! My saviour had arrived, armed with a vicious-looking spear gun. Well, what are you waiting for? Make some space between you. Well, that's taking care of him. Ugly little critter, ain't he? I... Thank you for coming out here. You really saved my bacon. Don't mention it. You're a good man. You know, it strikes me that I never asked you your name. A little late for that now, don't you think? Maybe you ought to make a point of finding something like that out the first time you meet someone in future. I mean, it's just a thought. You might have something there. We better get moving. If my commander back at base finds out I left the sub unattended, I'll never hear the end of it. Yes, you're right. And I have some urgent business in London to attend to. Uh, Colonel Holtz, I thought you'd want to be the first to hear the news. 
What do you have to tell me? He's done it. XO6 has destroyed the sea dragon. Mission completed. Yes, uh, quite so. Mission completed. Thank you for your assistance. My assistance? Uh, look, there are some irregularities in the information you provided that I'd like to question you on. Colonel? Can you hear me? Oh my God, what's wrong with your eyes? Ah! Let go of me! Activating self-destruct sequence. Guards! Clear the building! Five, She's four, some kind six, of walking bomb! One, zero. Please, no, don't Auf do Wiedersehen, this! goodbye! <laughs> XO6 Future Spy, Sea Dragon, was created by James Baxter. Music by Mr. Brown. <laughs>